Ever since you can remember, you felt something in your chest telling you to move, to love, to speak, to try. Day after day, you pretend you don't hear it calling, or maybe you dismiss it as silliness or worse. But it's there, ready for you, and it will wait for you as long as you need. My name is Johnny G, and I invite you to join me on a journey of awakening as we dare to embrace our light. This is Refractive. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Refractive Podcast. I'm Johnny G. Today, I'm delighted to introduce you to Ben Albert. He's the owner of Balbert Marketing, LLC. He's also the curator of the Real Business Connections Network, where he hosts five, count them, five podcasts, the Rochester Business Connections, Learn, Speak, Teach, Ben's Bites, Five Minute Fridays, and Real Hits. Once an underdog, now a successful entrepreneur, Ben is passionate about helping other underdogs achieve their dreams. Ben, thank you so much for coming with us today on this journey. Johnny, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm excited. I'm just, I'm in it to win it with you, man. That's fantastic. You know, you and I met on LinkedIn and I saw immediately um, the power that you have around you in your ability to reach out and establish connections. I mean, I know as a coach, as a career coach, as a spiritual coach, how many people struggle with that. I struggle with that. And when I saw how skillful you were at it in a way that was authentic, vulnerable, genuine, uh, I said, man, this guy has some wisdom to share with the listeners of Refractive on the power of connecting with others and how that can change your life. So uh, I thought it would be really great for us to go into that topic today. And I wonder, as you consider the uh, the power of connecting, where do you want to jump off from for us today? Yeah. So for some reason, this just came to mind, Johnny. I wasn't planning on talking about it. But when I was a little kid, we had a like a um, r- shoot. So we had a stop sign and on the stop sign in kindergarten class, it said, stop, think, act on the stop sign in my kindergarten class. Yeah, yeah. So when I was a kid, I was raised around that mantra of stop, think, and act. Another mantra I learned probably around that same time, I think it was probably first grade, was there is a sign on the wall that said, treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. And when you take those two old adages, which are common sense, stop, think, and act, don't be impulsive, think about things before you take action. And when you think about, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, we're all just humans. So no matter what you want in life, humans are going to help you get there. Yeah. And, And I hate people that feel like they have to do it alone or worse, people that want to do it alone or tell people, you know, I pulled myself up and I did this alone. Mm-hmm. We all, we all are helped. And if we treat others the way we want to be treated and we take time to stop, think and act. And then that action is, okay, I'm talking to a human. Johnny's a human. I am a human. Let's have a real conversation together. The rest will fill in, you know, the, the rest will fill in itself based on what you're looking to accomplish 
the conversation itself, the setting, but it's all just human to human conversations based around treating people, um, allowing them to be uh, heard and understood, allowing them to be seen and allowing them to, to know that you're there to help them. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think about reaching out to a stranger, whether it is, uh, let's say at a professional event and in, in more of a networking sense, whether it is at a social outing, like a party or uh, some other type of social group, I, I really feel so much hesitancy inside mm. to do that. And, you know, I've done a lot of inner work over the years to try to look at that because I recognize that this fear has a potential to diminish my service to others. It has the potential to make my life smaller than it needs to be. Um, and it also dims my light. And so, uh, you know, I can force myself to interact with, uh, with people I don't know if I need to. I can especially do it if I have some role to play. Like if I'm the host of an event, I have no problem talking mm -hmm. to strangers. Um, back when I what, uh, worked in human resources, I taught a lot of workshops and I did a lot of orientations and uh, I would be energized by standing in front of a room of 40 strangers and it was totally fine. I had this role to play that gave me the power that I was struggling to find within myself. And I wonder, what are your thoughts on acting, as you mentioned, acting in the face of this hesitancy um, of, of fear, whether it's fear of rejection or fear of looking foolish or whatever it might be? I think you nailed it in that play a role, be a contributor, be part of the group, be part of the tribe. Um, I personally, so I come from a background where father was an alcoholic, um, was abusive at times, mother has multiple sclerosis. So um, her body and mind have struggles, deterioration at times. Um, so I felt very disconnected and I felt very small and I felt very lost because um, I didn't have a great converse, uh, a connection with my father. Our conversations were always action-based. He never said, you know, I love you. So I didn't have that emotional bond. Um, and so I was a basketball player when I was younger. I, my ego was tied to basketball for the first like 15 years of my life. Um, and I was pretty talented, but everyone hit a growth spurt but me where I was literally the second shortest person behind a little Asian girl, Olivia Lee. Um, so I felt small and I got picked on and I made myself smaller. So the concept of reaching out and talking to strangers or being the life of the party or showing up to a networking event or a concert or a bar and all eyes are on me, that was not in my DNA at all. But my love of listening, my love of curiosity, my love of connection, and in high school around, you know, senior year going into college, I, I got kind of grandfathered into the music industry. And I found that in the music industry, there was other creative, curious people that just wanted to have fun and create music. And I found my tribe in the music industry. And I feel like at different times in our life, we all find our tribe. But at that time, the music industry was serving me. And I found that when I was in a 
place where I was seen, heard, and understood, I actually started amplifying other people's voices. And I was the life of the party. And for me, you know, this is why I have a marketing firm. I was always the promoter. I was always the advocate. I was always the one who wanted to make introductions and basically inject steroids into a good thing. So I still, to this day, and I maybe this is a limiting belief, Johnny, I'm not the life of the party. That's not my skill set. I'm still the quiet kid. But since I understand the value of building a tribe of like-minded people, yeah. my role is to promote, to advocate, to make introductions, to make others no longer have to feel small, to amplify their voices. So my role, I, I like being, like you said, I'd love to be the MC or the organizer yeah. or the person connected because if I already have a seat at the table, I don't need to talk my way onto the table. So right. my sweet spot is building connections that are authentic and doing whatever I can to help everybody. And I fail a lot of the time, but trying to help everybody I come in contact with, and then you build that connection long-term and you actually build authority through the, re the relationships and, and, not, and not just authority, you just feel better at yourself knowing that you helped a bunch of people and you got to build a tribe and you got to be part of a tribe. So I think in my case, this is the short answer to the question. My place was as an advocate, a promoter, a connector. Someone else might be the leader. Someone else might be a great implementer. Someone else might be the creative type. But if we find our place, that's the key, not trying to do what Ben does or what Johnny does to find our place. What lit us up when we were younger? What pain points did we have when we were younger? And let's help other people be understood and no longer have to feel those pain points themselves. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I just I've latched on to this concept that you mentioned about. You found the solution to the discomfort in looking for ways to be of service. And if you look at spiritual texts from many, many faiths, there's this power that comes from serving others. There's this, and when I say power, uh, like you said, it's not about authority, it's about when my when i'm focused on another person i'm not focused on myself and therefore all of the chains all of the prisons that i lock myself in every day because i'm scared because i'm resentful because i'm insecure all those prisons melt away because my attention is elsewhere i'm creating a reality through my focus on another person where I'm not in my prison anymore. And I have access to that power. I have access to, you know, the, 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 the essence of who I truly am. And that allows me to make a difference for other people. And in helping them, I help me. And that's been, that's been my experience. And I wonder if what I've said resonates with you in any way. 100%. You, you nailed it at the end. Helping them helps you. Um, we, we know karma. We know what goes around comes around. And if I can help 100 people and only 40 help me, 
is that creating a ripple effect where the world's a better place? Whether or not a hundred people helped me, don't keep count. Don't keep track. If this, again, this is an example, I don't keep track. If I help a hundred people and 40 help me, I still had 40 people help me when if I didn't help anyone, maybe I would have had five. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. So, so it helps you to help others. That's right. And I mean, listen, I mean, we can go into the metaphysics of this, of like all is one and, you know, everyone else is just another self. And, you know, when I help myself, I'm helping others. And when I help others, I'm helping myself, you know, but that's, that's really not the point of our conversation today. Our point is that, our point is that connection has the power to change our life. Connection with another person has the power to change our life. And so go, moving past this introductory phase of meeting strangers and saying hello to people like at a concert, oh my God, that's the worst. Like when you're in standing room only in a concert and there's people all around you and I, I just, oh, I feel so awkward, right? So moving past this idea yeah. of being scared to deal with an ind individual basis, let's talk about connection as a part of more everyday relationships. How do you build meaningful connections with the people that are in your life? Yeah, so we touched on it in the front, treat other people the way you wanna be treated. And usually people wanna be heard. They want to be validated. I wanna be heard and validated. So actually listen, is the that's probably my number one and people have different styles i'm i hold myself highly accountable that if i'm like johnny i'm doing this at this time i'm going to do it at this time so i think accountability really shows through action that you care about them but it all starts with genuinely listening and genuinely engaging and genuinely caring um it's you're not listening for any means other than to allow them <laughs> To, to be understood, to be seen. I know what it likes to feel really small. I still make myself smaller, especially in big, hectic environments like that concert you talked about. Yeah, yeah. I love when I can go deep. And here's another thing. So I'm always careful to just break, you know, two broad strokes and say, this is the way, this isn't the way, because every personality is different. I can't, I connect when I can go deep with someone. I'm very introverted. I want to dive deep. I love personal development. I love spirituality. I love dissecting and going deep. Other people, the the way they like to connect is to sit back and talk about the game and talk about stats in the sports game or talk about the Olympics or different ways. But we don't know who we're talking to if we're not listening to them. So if Ben were to come in and go, I like to go deep, I need to go deep in every conversation, that actually, and I think you like to go deep as well, Johnny, that's why I like going here. Um, but if someone wants, last night I sat down and, and watched the basketball game with my uncle, we had some guacamole and talked stats. And that was a connection because we got to smile together, we got to laugh together, we got to tell jokes. Um, but it's all about listening and understanding the person you're with um and showing up as your best self you don't want to be such a chameleon that you're just changing your personality for everyone you're with but you kind of do i i like to be malleable and based on 
the conversation, the context, be the best person I can for that person, because then I know they'll show up for me as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I really, I'm, I'm, you're giving me so much food for thought. Like I, I, I'm loving, I'm loving these points you make. So I, I, I want to go back to what you just talked about, how showing up as the best person, the best version of yourself for this individual. Talk to me about what that looks like and uh, what's the benefit of that? Yeah. um, Really what it looks like is, again, just listening and not trying to own every frame. Not, um, and this is me coming from kind of being in, you know, inward introverted person. It can be exhausting when someone's talking over you or too high energy and scenarios that probably you should calm down. You're talking a little loud. We're at a funeral. It's all context, right? (laughs) Um, so really, you know, not taking over frames and really just being present with the person because the rock concert's going to take on a completely different personality than the funeral and just having the emotional intelligence to be conscious of the context and the people around you um, and be one and be present with it. I think that's easier for some people than others, but if you really think about it, like all we have is this present moment. So let's adapt to it. Let's be part of it. Let's step up if something needs to be said, but if something doesn't need to be said, let's just accept it unconditionally and, and continue on. And if you can accept everyone around you unconditionally, Wow. I mean, and what what's the benefit? I guess to me, it doesn't really matter what the benefit is, Johnny. Like you're creating a ripple effect in your own life and the people surrounding you to quantify the benefit would be very complicated, but you feel it inside. The benefit is waking up earlier, waking up with more energy and smiling more and feeling better and all the ripple effects and all the positivity you being your best self allows is the benefit to the world. And I wish there was a way to quantify it, (laughs) but there's definitely no way to quantify it other than just feeling happier and more fulfilled in your life. When you talk about finding fulfillment through being your best self, you know, I, I don't know if I've heard people reference this, this relationship between authenticity And I don't know, I just feel like there's this tripod that you're painting of authenticity, connection, and, uh, and, and circumstance. Yeah, maybe so. Because you got to be your authentic self with a frame that I'm here to connect, provide value, add value, be present. Um, be a friend, be a neighbor, be a lover. I'm here to connect authentically and I need to pay attention to the context of the circumstance mm-hmm. because different circumstances and different people and different selves will lead to a different way that you outwardly communicate. Um, but it's being, again, it's the authenticity with the circumstance with just the intention that I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. So I hear you saying that the connection is really a byproduct of service. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost in a weird way, it's almost the point of service. Mm-hmm. And this is a little controversial in a way, but we as bring humans it, bring it. we as humans want to connect and we want to be validated. And I like to do community work and fundraisers and, and help, but part of it is because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. So the connection actually makes me feel better. I wonder if it made me feel worse if I would do it. Like there's a little bit of ego in it where I connect because I want to. Yeah. I give because I want to, because it actually makes me feel better. So it's not an egoless act, Mm -hmm. but it ends up filling your cup. And when your cup starts to overflow, you can fill others' cups, but you have an overflowing cup at all times. So it's it's weird. This is the kind. It's not an egoless act. We as humans like the feeling of being connected. So you actually win by doing it. So it's not just pure service. Yeah. It's service that reciprocates value into your life. Yeah. You know, I wonder if this has been an evolution for you. Um, how far back did? Uh, at what point did you kind of have these realizations and start to adjust how you live and how you show up in the world? It's funny because I'm kind of having them in the moment right now. Mm-hmm. It's all the whole like deja vu. I've been there before because you forget you get caught in the rat race. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend this morning. My brain was in another place. I wasn't as present as I should be. Um, and then you talk about it and then you realize these are just core elements that are permeate in everything we do. Uh, to give one example, I was at a music festival and there was a gospel band called the Campbell Brothers. They have two slide steel guitars. So it's like a 24 string guitar. They play with a slide. So it just has this twangy gospel thing and everyone's singing in unison and they're getting the crowd to chant. And in that moment, I felt that pure raw connection to everyone singing and dancing together and sharing that moment with the audience and the sun beaming down and the sweat and the smiles in that moment i had that deja vu like this is what the this is what life's about and then i go back to work and i forget about it yes and then i have a conversation like this and it reminds me of moments like that and it reminds me that this is what life's all about mm-hmm Do you find that you're able to, through presence, um, connect with places or with circumstances as well? I wonder if that's been an experience for you. So like just in in nature with the environment, you're asking? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think so. I, I I love camping. I love hiking. I love being in nature and, you know, just really just having an appreciation of beauty and excellence across the board where you can look at the sky and then you can look at the sky the next day and the next day, and it's never going to look exactly the same twice. There's always going to be differences in the color where the clouds are or the way the wind's hitting the trees. There's no two moments that are exactly the same. So there's there's beauty and connection and presence in everything in life and in everything we do yeah 
How has I, this I, I just want to say, Johnny, I appreciate this conversation. I, I wanted to say beforehand I didn't. I think you're a great interviewer. I love the podcast. I appreciate this conversation because I'm very much in the marketing networking realm. Yeah. And these concepts are embedded in what I do. But we're kind of going to a level deeper than I'm used to talking about. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you kind of hosting that space to do that and allow oh, us to wow. kind of because th these thoughts aren't perfect right i'm they're in the moment realizations from experience like i don't have the perfect thing to say and the audience probably doesn't either we're we're forever learning and changing so again i just appreciate you hosting the space to do that thank you so much for that you know i, I have to say this this episode feels different for me because uh, typically when I start out with a guest and a topic, there's a, there's a conversational flow that that is effortless. And when it comes to this conversation, this topic, I'm finding myself, I'm finding myself testing um, some of the some of the observations that you're putting forth, some of the lessons that you've learned in your life. And as you're speaking, I, I'm almost putting myself in those circumstances and seeing how does that fit? How does that mm. fit for me? And so I, I have to admit, this episode probably sounds a bit more choppy to some of the listeners because I myself am falling into the context and I love it. It's really fulfilling for me too. So uh, yeah, thanks for, can, thanks for acknowledging that. And, you know, we're just going to flow with it. Can we, can we talk about that a little bit, Johnny? Oh, so I would love to. How does, and I said this before, like everyone's different. So this is just Ben and Johnny talking, mm -hmm. but I do want to learn a little bit about you and your experience. Like how does it fit for you? How does connection play a role in your life, at your home, at your work, in your spirituality? How, how does it fit for Johnny? Yeah. Well, thank you. You know, for me, I learned a lot of how to function in the world from the 12 steps. So I, you know, I am an alcoholic and I've been a part of a, two different 12 step programs. And, you know, one of the, the most valuable things that, that it, it did for me, uh, it gives me a new blueprint for how to show up because before my instincts for trying to have a life that doesn't feel so raw ran every decision. And so the effect of living a life based on raw instincts is that things are kind of always chaotic and they're never really at peace. So once I started to adopt uh, this kind of pattern of life that I'm in now, and I've, I've been in, in, I've been sober since 2008, um, it's taught me a lot about showing up for people which was never a priority for me before. The idea of taking care of the needs of others was not important to me. Uh, for example, I, I grew up in New Orleans and during Katrina, multiple members of my family lost their house. And I was not living in Louisiana at that time. I was in a heavy party phase of my life. And I didn't go back to Louisiana for nine months. And I look at that and I say, 
wow, my family went through some of the most significant trauma of their lives. And I didn't go there to help rip up old carpet. I didn't go there to offer emotional support. I didn't show up. I didn't show up. And today I look at that and realize I was just trying to live a life that felt okay. That's all I was trying to do. My life was raw and I was just trying to get some relief. And that meant I was very, very focused on me. I was not focused on others. And so today um, I have the gift of being able to show up for other people. And I have the gift of being able to introduce listeners to speakers like you who thought about these very important topics. And, you know, connection, you covered already that connection can take so many different forms, whether we're talking about just a surface level relationship with a stranger at the supermarket, or whether we're talking to a lover or a parent or a best friend, we show up in all of these different ways. And it's by not having the agenda that the connection occurs. That's my experience. That's my opinion. And when I work with clients, um, specifically clients who are in a career transition, and I try to help them build skills for networking, my first lesson to them is the first thing you do is ask what you can do for the other person. Mm -hmm. They meet you, you say, how can I be supportive of you right now? And they'll let you know, and it could be really simple. But the fact is, once you put that out there, you will eventually start to receive the benefits of a network as well. But you've got to show up, you've got to put your skin in the game first, you've got to be willing to offer help first. And you've got to be willing to not get help back and be at peace with that and say, it's fine. It's a numbers game. You know, it is. And so uh, that's kind of a roundabout answer about how I've yeah. come to view connection. Uh, but it's, it's worked for me. Where we, we have a similar story and we're on the same wavelength in that it's like, ah, uh, I, I was through it at, similar timeline even i was in my party phase and my dad was far beyond his party phase he was in his drinking himself to death phase and he basically looked like a pregnant woman his stomach was so filled with fluids that he'd have to go in and have the fluids drained you know yeah. every few weeks to to keep him looking thinner um and then he got to a point where he didn't even want to get out of bed now, yeah. since Ben, and this makes me sound like such a terrible person, this is truth, this is reality, I wasn't there the way I should have been. I was there a little bit, but I look back and I wish I was there 10 times what I mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. but I was too focused on me that I forgot about one of the most important people in my life. And yeah. I feel like part of these traumas that are often self-imposed actually allow us to be a much better human later on. Um, but it's hard for me to talk about this because I was a, sh I was a crappy person. I was a bad person. But now that I realize that That's similar right. to how you did in a similar way, it's like, how can I show up and give unconditionally and no longer be that person, actually be the, the yin to that yang, actually be the opposite of that person. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I mean, I keep saying the word power in this episode for some reason, but it's powerful when you adopt that, that way of seeing the world. It opens up not just opportunities, it opens up 
the avenue of peace in your life. You know, it's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. When you look at, when you look at how connection has made a difference in the various aspect, aspects of your life, what kind of stick stands out to you as the strongest example of that? Ooh, wow, that's a tough one. So nowadays, it's just, I started my business during COVID yeah. and I was a music industry kid. And honestly, back in the day, like we mentioned, I was more of a party animal and I was yeah. going in the wrong path. Love music, have nothing negative to say about it, but that industry just had me drinking and staying up too late and the whole shabam. So COVID hit and I went through a career change. I was furloughed from work. I was unemployed. And I started my first actual business in August of 2020. Um, so what's coming up for me now is the fact that connecting and helping people at scale has allowed me to scale my business. So that's in a business context, you yeah. know, just, just, just helping and connecting in the podcast and making way more introductions than I receive and giving stuff away for free and hosting fundraisers and being the one on the mic at the fundraiser has fed into the growth of my business. Yeah. But the beauty is you don't have to be an entrepreneur or a business owner to do the exact same thing because it's gonna feed into the growth of anything that's important to you. So mm -hmm. we'll use a fundraiser for example. You're helping people all the time. You're a good father, you're a good son, you're a good husband, you're a good wife. You're a good just person, you're, you're a connector, you're a partner. You're doing all those things right and, you, and you're helping a lot of people. The moment you have an ask, in my case, it was, hey, I'm looking for clients really is my ask in that regard. But the moment you have an ask like, oh, my gosh, like my loved one has, you know, can't I don't know. I don't want to go dark, but like we need to start a GoFundMe and we need to rally the troops since you've gave, 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 gave unconditionally. You can bring that back into your life based on the the brand and the person that people see you as so it's not just connect to make money in business it's not just connect you know connect for any ulterior motive it's connect and give because it will come back around and when you plant these seeds and you, you create ripples in other people's lives it ends up again as we said benefiting you so in my case it's helping me in business but if you know I was a salesperson, it would help me in sales. If I was in customer service, I'm connecting with my clients. It's going to help me show up for my clients and help me kind of move up the ladder. It's going to help me at home actually listening to my kids and my wife. And it's going to help in any place in life. But it definitely really kicks butt if you're trying to start a business. I know that for a fact. But I want all the listeners to implement just everything we talked about in their lives and see how it actually pays dividends and fills the glasses in their life as well. Yeah. So let's kind of, as we come to the end of the topic, I wonder what are your thoughts on when people feel a block, a blockage uh, towards connection, they feel that um, they're not connecting with the people around them, whether on a superficial level or whether on a deeper level, they just feel this isolation, this divide, this barrier. What do you think might be at the root of that? 
First, I'd say it's okay to be human. And I feel that way and everyone feels that way at times. So it's okay to be human. You might be doing nothing wrong. Um, first thing I do is do my best to fight through it. You know, maybe I'm having anxiety and it's causing me to disconnect. Maybe I have traumas that I need to look inward and, and maybe that's causing me to disconnect. There's lots of things that I go through that cause me personally to disconnect. I think everyone goes through it. So it's okay to be human. What's the next best thing in front of my nose that I can do? So my yeah. next conversation and my next yeah. opportunity is just a little bit better. And if you keep developing and you keep getting better and it doesn't seem to change, you actually might be in the wrong room. You might be in a toxic environment with bad people and maybe that lack of connection or being you know, heard or understood or seen, maybe that has to do with the environments you're putting yourself yeah. in. So maybe we need to change our environment. But we can't blame the environment when it's actually our fault. We need to accept that we're human. This might be our fault. We could be showing up better. Once we've showed up better, if there's like a toxicity or we're get in a different room, but don't just blame the environment and move on and blame others. Take personal responsibility and then you can, you know, basically be empowered to leave circumstances that don't connect and don't lift you up and make the world a better place. I mean, just pearls of wisdom are just like spilling out of your mouth. <laughs> Thanks, I, <just> man. Gotta... <laughs> I mean, man, that's great. I love that. So let's say that some listeners are interested in learning more about your podcast, learning more about um, the services that you offer. Um, how can they discover more about you? So the easiest way is just to go to my main page, balbertmarketing.com, B as in Ben, Albert as an Albert Einstein with a similar IQ. So Balbert, <laughs> <laughs> balbertmarketing.com. And there is actually a tab. It's second from the left, all links. Click all links is the best place to go because I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I have an email. I have a podcast. But if you go to balbertmarketing.com, you'll find it all in one place. And connect where you like to hang out. I am... Not on Twitter, but I'm on most platforms, and I'd love to reach out at your level based on what you're comfortable with, whether it's email, social media, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And if you were to kind of describe the objective of your podcast, what you're looking to bring to listeners, what would that be? Yeah, we want to move the needle on a million careers, one conversation at a time. And a million is a big number, but the, it's actually not that ambitious. I think we can actually do it. And the key is to actually move the needle on a million careers. Um, and then the ripple of that, we can impact millions and billions and billions of lives. But it's one conversation at a time. So show up. There's business-oriented conversations, but I'm very self-development-oriented self as a person. So you'll get actionable tips that will allow you to be a better business person, but you'll get self-development tips that will allow you to be a better person. And by being a better person – you're a better business person, you're a better everything. Right. So it's exactly. all about just having authentic conversations around business, motivation, self-development. Ben, thank you so much for going on this trip with me today. You know, we had ups, we had downs, we had all kind of, <laughs> all kind of terrain today in our conversation. And for me, I, uh, I found it really thought provoking. I mean, I, I found it so thought provoking, I got lost. Uh, so Same. I just want to thank you for bringing your experiences and, uh, and your thoughts to the listeners. Dude, thank, I almost cried, man. This, this was powerful. 
I'm, I'm happy you provided the opportunity, John. You're really grateful. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to Refractive. And always remember, aim your light. Take care. You've been listening to Refractive Podcast, and this is Johnny G. If you found today's content uplifting, if you think it might make somebody's day better, give it a share on social media, click like, subscribe. All those things help to expand this podcast availability to new audiences. I'm a speaker, a coach, and a facilitator based out of Washington, D.C., but I travel a lot. If you think I can be of service to you or to your organization, help people get unstuck or move into their authentic power, shoot me an email. My email address is refractivepodcast at gmail.com. Take care. Thanks for listening and aim your light.